Bible friends, thank you for joining me once again. I'd like to, first of all, please ask you to subscribe if you haven't yet. Please hit the bell and get all notifications. That's your porthole to us. That's your radio, really, and we broadcast straight to that, whether it's a message uh, about what time we're going to do the show or if it's a new show that's coming out that you want to watch, that is your ticket to that. So that's why I say every time, please subscribe. Please hit the bell. If you like the show, please hit like. Don't forget, that helps us out a lot. I'd like to thank our executive producers. Excuse me. Our, exec, our executive producers for today's show are Sir T.D. McCoy and Sir McCurley. I'd like to thank you guys very much. We couldn't put on the show without you. We have an issue with monetization, and I have more, more information about that coming up. So I appreciate that very much. <clears throat> it's beginning to smell a lot like bullshit. Everywhere you go, there's a WAS here, a WAT there, and in my email they keep sending me messages about extending the size of my candy cane. How do they know? It's beginning to smell a lot like bullshit. Newscasters speak derogatory about internet slews every night. So I turn into Bamfield and Nance whilst not wearing any pants, and after the broadcast I'm going to dance without my pants. Don't worry, I'll turn the video camera off so you can't glance upon my lens. It's beginning to smell a lot like bullshit. This is your boy, Jerry Adams, and you are listening to or watching Midnight Radio. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. It's an honor to be here with you, it really is, that you guys would spend your time here with me and discuss these situations that are on all of our minds. I appreciate it very greatly. If you have any interest in becoming an executive producer, uh, you can donate $20, whether in a super sticker or a cash app or something like that. Some of you guys asked for PayPal. That's coming up. And we appreciate you guys very much. If you'd like to call in during the course of this broadcast, we're going to open it up in the second part of the show. The phone number is 325-261-0892. You can leave a voicemail message up to three minutes. You need longer than that. Call back in. You'll get six. Email me, midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com. We have memberships coming up in about two weeks. The first of the year is coming upon us. We'll have more information about that on our community page. Am I leaving anything out? Am I leaving? I feel like I am. I feel like I am. Oh, yeah. I was going to say this for Christmas, but since I'm in the Christmas uh, mood right now, I feel so festive and jolly. I got a Christmas gift coming up for you guys, too. I got a few ones, actually, that you're really going to like. One of them is Kinderfeller. We're going to have a Christmas spectacular with Kinderfeller, and he's going to tell us about Christmas in the pen in the federal penitentiary and a bunch of others going goings on. He went light on the first episode. We're going to go a little bit harder and things that blew my mind. I don't know they'll blow your mind too. That's going to be December 23rd at 5 p.m. So mark your calendars. I'm going to have a, a thumbnail that's scheduled up pretty soon. 
So don't want to miss that. For those of you that are listening to the podcast, and especially those that are listening on Anchor, this rolls into what else I'm going to say. I'm going to open up subscriptions on there. It'll be $5 a month. Now you're going to get everything you've got before. Uh, We do a broadcast every day, but you're not going to get that. You're going to get every other show unless you're a member of Unless you subscribe and you're a member for $5 a month, you're going to get all of them. But every other one is going to be for members only. And the reason is this. This isn't a cash grab, guys. I promise it's not. I make a living and I support myself that way. This is never. This is not intended to do that. This is intended to make it better. A couple things I got planned for you guys. You know, the memberships, we're also doing writing classes. You guys know about that. But some of you right now are listening onto the live radio feed. Now, that is a real live radio feed. I have a license for the music's playing on there right now, but I need a, I need to upgrade my license. <clears throat> I need a regular broadcast license to play the kind of music I want to play. Now, I could go into the laws, but let's just say they're not fair. But the money that we're getting, I'm going to roll that into the license. That being said, I always tell you guys, this is your show because it is. You guys email me. You guys are producers. Along with me, you guys are producers. I'm just a facilitator, really. You guys call me, leave me messages. We're going to go over those wonderful material. And we have good stuff today. I got a, we have new video of the girls talking. So we're going to go over everything we have today. You guys help me produce this. You guys can help me produce a radio too. So I'm going to put a poll up of what kind of music you guys like. And I'm talking about not specific songs. I'm talking about genres. Okay. What genres would you want your 24-hour radio stream, which is going to be what we have, a 24-hour radio stream. We're going to have shows that break in there live, too. And we're, we're also talking about having DJs, okay? Now, this is, you support the show. You're actually, you really are supporting free speech. We don't have to worry about being demonetized and the things that you want to talk about, the things that you want to listen to, the things that you want to see. That's what you get. That's the power of you guys. And that is what we have planned. All right. Let's start talking about, I know I'm going to, I'm not going to hold this back from you guys. I'm going to go with the main video. Well, should I, should I, should I? Because there is something else I want to talk about. Okay. I just want to show you something else real quick. Please bear with me. We had a story on midnightrad.io. Now we don't have a lot of stories on there because I only, that's the archive for my, not archive. That's where I put my articles on there, and I only do ones that are really worth doing. Uh, Usually if they save a life or they inform you of an area where lives are being taken. So there was this one story I did about water beads, and it hit the national media today. So I want to show this to you. Uh, Yeah, the radio shows would be for true crime. Yes, they would be. And we would partner with other creators so they can go live on the radio while they're doing their podcasts live on YouTube. Uh, we'll, I'll give you more information about this. This article right here from our website, midnightrad.io. Come on, you. This is it right here. This is about water beads, the danger on that. And I, I know, I know that there's kids that got their lives saved from this article because I've had them, I've had their parents talk to me. 
and say thank you for letting me know. I heard the, had the grandparents contact me how dangerous water bees are and how they're killing children because these are the we we're all Fruit Loops, right? But the size of a water bead is about about one come on now one fourth the size of a fruity pebble, and then when it gets water on it, it expands up to fifteen thousand percent. And little kids now the the parents were going by the rules of the warnings on the toy. So you have to be like eight to 12 years old, right? But these little specks would get on the floor or something and the baby would eat it and it would swell up in their stomach and, and do horrible things without going into it. So we wrote this, I wrote this article right here. I did a whole show about it. The toy that's killing the season. Please watch that if you haven't. I know you're into true crime, but we're not saving a life talking about true crime here. But I'm telling you, you watch that video, you can save a little baby on Christmas. And I'm not joking. And that's why I'm bringing this up. You can be that person. Please be that person and watch that video. I'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, this isn't for clicks and views. That, that, that video is not monetized. But look at this. The history, I go over the history of water beads, uh, what doctors have known about it. This is one of the hit toys this holiday season. It is, and it is dangerous. Please check that out. Now, it hit mainstream media today in the guise of uh, Fox News, and it talks about the same. I mean, I'm not saying they copied my article, and if they did, I don't care because, and usually I would. As a writer, I would, but I don't care because this is so important to get this information out. I mean, lives can actually, little babies we're talking about six or eight months old. We're swallowing these and having almost dying. And then they didn't come back right. They had brain damage after that. This is an ongoing issue. I can't go into it all tonight for the sake of time. Please, please check this out. Midnightrad.io alert. Um, I'm going to put a link to the article. I'll put a link to the video. If you just want to watch the video, I'll go in depth right there on, in the video. Good news is, the mother, her name is Felicia Mitchell. Her name is Felicia Mitchell. Her child's name Kennedy Mitchell, who's now 10 months old. The good news is she's out of the hospital now. She's back home. And I don't believe it seems like she has, she has brain damage. So, so that is very good. Now, Target pulled the product off their shelves in the store, but they left it on online. And they still have water beads, just not, not that particular brand. So, again, this is an ongoing fight. I don't think it's long before all these are going to be pulled off and they're going to go the way of the dinosaur. You heard it here first at Midnight Radio. Uh, we find articles like this. We write articles like this before anybody else does if, it, if it's life and death, and we get that out there. That is the value that you have in the show. And not only that, you can bring this to our attention. And if it's important, we will write an article about it. We'll get it out nationally. We'll broadcast it here on the radio. This There is power and our, us communicating, there's power in you and me. Let's use this power and save some children and save some people. Now, we're also going to speculate. This is a place for your wild-ass speculations, your wild-ass theories. That's a place right here, and this is a safe place. But also, we can save lives, and we have. Thank you for continuing with me today. Our first video I want to go over. I'm going to go straight to the new surveillance images right here. I'm not going to wait any longer. And I have some other stuff too, but let's, let's go into this. Idaho murders. 
surveillance images appear to show Kaylee Gon- Gonsalves. Hey, thank you guys for correcting me on the pronunciation. It takes a while for me. I'm from Texas. Although, Idaho murder surveillance image appears to show Kaylee Gonsalves and Maddie Mogan hours before the slaying. And this isn't the food truck. It's, it's not the one you've seen before. I'm going to enhance the audio here. I don't know if she's saying Maddie or Jack. What did you say to Adam? I don't know. What did you say to Adam? I told Adam everything. I told Adam everything. Okay, I can hear it clearly now. She's saying, Maddie, what did you say to Adam? She's saying, I told Adam everything. All right, let me go full screen for you guys here. Maddie, what did you say to Adam? I told Adam everything. Let me read this here. So newly disclosed surveillance video said to have been taken early on November 13th. It appears to show Slane University of Idaho students Kaylee Gonsalves and Maddie Mogan walking with a man in downtown Moscow. To me, that looks like our hoodie guy, Jackass. Hours before the quadruple stabbing in a rental house steps away from campus. The women appear to be wearing the same clothes Gonsalves and Mogan were seen sporting the same evening on video outside a nearby food truck. The man walking with them is also wearing clothes that look like those of a man seen at the food truck. Whom police have said, who police have said is not a suspect. Maddie, what did you say to Adam? A woman asks as a group walks under the outdoor surveillance camera. Like, I told Adam everything, the second woman replies. Okay, you see this? You got Kaylee and you have Maddie. Maddie's wearing a big black jacket that doesn't appear to fit her. A lot of you guys mentioned that. It appears to be the jacket of somebody else. Maybe she borrowed it from a a boy, a man. A boy man in this case. And it appears to be Jackass, who I do not believe is Jack D. That is not Jack D. I mean, I'm going to say it here, and I could be wrong, but I'm going to tell you why I'm not. The police identified him already in the food truck, and it wasn't Jack D. So there. I mean, I don't know who said that. And... There were statements from Jackass's friends talking about his exchange at the food truck and how he was innocent and all that, but they were talking about Jackass. Let's get out of the weeds. Let's stop sniffing the Christmas bullshit, all right? 
And I mean that respectfully. I really do. And I'm not saying it's your fault. There's a lot of rumors going around, and I believe that's directly a part of the FBI and this FUBAR investigation the Moscow Police Department are handling. Uh, so the video was provided to Fox by Christine Cameron and Elena, and Elena Smith, the creators and administrators of the University of Idaho Murders Case Discussion Facebook group. These are also the, the ladies that were looking at the Venmo transactions. They said it was provided to them by a Moscow resident who previously submitted it to police and believes making it public can provide greater context about the incident. So these little bits of information are now breaking to us because citizens are losing faith in the police department. What did she tell Adam? What happened at that bar at the corner club? I believe they know. I believe they know everything. I believe police know everything. I'd hate to think they don't know a damn thing. And then they go into just talking about this group, this Facebook group, you know. That's one thing the media likes to do. They like to pick and choose who they take things from, build other people up and knock other people down. But we don't allow that here, do we? You guys support us. We support you. And that's how it works. And that's how we stay on the air. It really is. Couldn't do without you. All right, so somebody has a question. I have a question so some random girl yelled, what did you say to Adam and Kaylee? And I told Adam everything. Is that correct? Some random girl. Well, yes, this could have been faked. Absolutely. Anything could be faked. Somebody could paint your eyes blue and you look at the sky and it's blue. But what we're saying here, I haven't heard an Adam inch anywhere. Neither have we. This is the first time we've heard Adam. The very first time we've heard Adam. I'll play that video again. Again, this is, it looks like what they did is they have a still image they from the video that they put out. Could this be faked? I mean, we've seen worse things faked more recently, haven't we? This article does say that the voices, and I can I concur, sound to be like the same from the girls on TikTok. It's their voices. So there's a new character, Adam. You know, we can assume that that is somebody from the club where they just left. This is all wild ass speculation, wild ass theories, but this is coming from a mainstream media source breaking about an hour ago. So this is something new, and this is... Something that I would say, oh, oh, 
Oh, thank you, Susan, so much. I appreciate that. Merry Christmas to you, too. I appreciate it. Holy moly, Susan. Holy moly. Thank you. You're, you're the executive producer for the next show. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate you guys. So, yeah, this is this is the news today. Um, we're going to hold on to this. We're going to put a pin in it. I've, I've got a feeling, everybody. So the last show that we did, I'll put a link in there. It, it takes me about 24 hours. It takes me about 24 hours to update all the the documentation underneath the video, the description. But I did, and I have I pulled for you guys the information that came for 4chan about the sorority. I put that on there. It was pulled off 4chan. I got a copy just for you guys. It's, you guys are free to do whatever you want with it. The link is there. Um, there were a lot of things in there that were only exposed through there. And some of those facts and what the person was saying have been verified now. Like there was a, like there being a fight among some of the frat people. For example, uh, some of the boys were, were fighting the, that, that Ethan and Xana were at a party at the frat house and they had an altercation, you know, earlier and they left and, uh, they say something about it, the tragedy happening within nine minutes. So I keep looking at this, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, maybe this is just maybe. Maybe there is some involvement with the people, with the frat. There could have been. I saw this video, and I'm going to play a bit of it for you right now that I watched. Yeah, Ethan might have been the target. This is somebody's uh, wild-ass speculation. They're putting maybe Kaylee was dating Adam while on a break with Jack D. Maybe Kaylee was getting back together with Jack D and Hoodie Guy. Nope. Actually, Maddie was the one talking about telling Adam everything, so I don't know. So I've been thinking about the frat and those messages on 4chan where it was like they were talking to each other. And then I got this video that one of you, one of our producers, which is you guys, sent me. And I just want to say, wow. I'm going to play you part of it. I'll put a link to all this in the show notes. It's disturbing. I'm going to get to the meat and potatoes of it. Right here. So this is one of the sorority brothers, okay? I'm going to speed it up because that's what we got to do. And she talks slow anyway, so it's okay. All right. He says, Ray is doing well. He's talking about... Oh, that's not hearable. Let's go to normal. These are pictures that, that um, this person pulled from. Hold on, let me fix the quality here. Yes, we, we've got the dead coyote story. Thank you, guys. Come on, play. Come on, man. Come on. All right, here we go. 
written about himself here. I don't believe it's anyone else writing this. Ray's doing well. He appreciates your concern. And a lot of thanks to everyone understanding why he needs time to get back to you. So whoever this is named Ray, this is who we're talking about. I'm not going to play this whole video. And full credit goes to the lady. Crime story obsession. Full credit goes to her, and I'll put a link to her video. His full self. If anyone has any questions, just hit the DM. He put this video. And I'll forward them to him. Like he's some. He put this picture out on his Instagram after the murders. I don't believe for a minute that it's anybody else. But no, this is around the 21st of November. So a little bit after the killings. As you can see, is that better, guys? On the third of Fix November, the this picture of a load of what looks like red blood with clots all in the sink. What on earth had he done to himself or someone else to cause all those huge clots in the sink? It was disgusting. And why he thought that anybody would want to see a photo. This is super of that. disturbing. But I'm sure that he has this on his leg. See you later. Then he starts trying to annoy Ethan. This You'll is see at the, the frat CEO house. How he starts trying to give Zana a rose made out of pasta. And then he makes some joke at Ethan. Take a listen. Oh no. Is that Jake Shaw? Oh no. In this photo, he looks like he sat next to Zana, but they were last alive. It was the night this all occurred in his car, the color of the car. All right, so... I'm not trying to infringe on here. I just wanted to share this with you. I will put a link to this in the show notes. It's very disturbing. Very disturbing how disturbed this individual is, whether he committed this crime or not. But this is another character that's entering in our cast of Twin Peaks here. Twin Peaks Moscow. And now we have this new person who is Adam. But we're going to keep you informed of all these updates right here on Midnight Radio. We're a daily broadcast. Powered by the citizens. Disturbing, just disturbing. Do I have more disturbing stuff? You know I do. So, I'm trying to think of how I'm going to do this. So, I'm not even going to play this video. It's okay, I got the other video. So, this is Chris, this is your boy Chris Madonna. Am I saying that correctly? Chris Madonna. It's hard to pronounce. Okay, so he is saying, and I'm going to play you the real video of this. He's saying that right here in the upper right-hand corner where you see this guy, this news reporter, that there's a car that looks like your white Hyundai Elantra. This is a broadcast from the day after the murders. I tried not to say that word, but it slipped out. Damn it. So I'm going to play the real broadcast for you right now, and I will pause it because you can see the video better. I don't know. Maybe my equipment is better. I'm not sure, but it, it'll look better for us here. 
yesterday morning. Today, both the university and police identified the students who were killed. Three of them are from Idaho. Our Andrew Bartline just arrived on Don't scene you, a Andrew. short time ago. So, Andrew, tell us what you're seeing and hearing now here live in Moscow. Well, Doug, we'll start by kind of getting our bearings here. This is the corner of King and Queen in Moscow. Now, for our photojournalist, Troy wants to pan for a second in this direction. You can see the water tower. That's kind of where the heart of campus is here at the U of I. So this is just adjacent to it. Now, this is the house where this has happened. It's all blocked off with police tape. We can see there's one Moscow police car. So this is the morning after, after the tragedy. And supposedly you see the car go one way then you see it go the other like it's looking oh what's going on are they what, what are they seeing down there over in the corner kind of near the end of the house there and there is a moscow police officer in that car we've kind of seen him get in and out of his car and float around um, but of course we're not getting a ton of information right now we do know as you said doug four people dead all students here at the university of idaho it is being investigated as a homicide this was sort of discovered yesterday around noon when police responded to a call of an unconscious we're person watch the whole thing they arrived so on scene they've seen that there are four students that are dead there's no suspect at this time the latest we've heard from Moscow police. They do not believe there's an active threat out to the community either. Now we have these names. We can release them for you guys right now if we want to throw up a graphic that makes it a little bit easier to digest. It's Ethan Chapin, a 20-year-old from Conway, Washington. Madison Mogan, a 21-year-old from Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Zanna Kernoodle, a 21-year-old from Avondale, Arizona, but we do know that she originally is from Post Falls, Idaho. And then Kaylee Goncavs, 21-year-old from Rathdrum, Idaho. And we talked with a student who lives right next to this house where this happened. She had no idea that any of this happened the night of. She says that the next day they saw these police cars out and everybody in that house, six people live there. They've all since gone home. Her and her last roommate were the last two to leave. She says that's the same for all the houses in this block in and around this area of town. These students are going home early for Thanksgiving break after talking with their parents and deciding that that's how they feel most safe and most comfortable. So a lot of people going home early. There is a vigil scheduled for tomorrow at 5 p.m. We know that is confirmed through the university spokesperson, Kyle Fonenstiel. So we'll be on site for that as well and bring you the latest there. In terms of what exactly right, transpired, what part. led to this, if it was an act of aggression, if it was violent, not a lot of details are getting confirmed right now. We're continuing to push to ask for these answers to find out what exactly transpired to lead to these students' And you deaths. still have none. Uh, Doug? And Andrew, um, you know, we know that they've said that they no longer need to shelter in place, that that kind of alert has been lifted in the sense that there's not a threat to the immediate community. But have you heard anything in your discussions uh, with the police department about um, a suspect? No, and I think that's the part that makes this most confusing right now. In terms of information we've been able to get confirmed, the Police Nothing. department does not believe that there is a current ongoing threat. People do not have to. Ah, did you see it? No, and I think that's the part that makes this most confusing right now. In terms of information we've been able to get confirmed, the, the police department does not believe that there is a current ongoing threat. Do you see it? <laughs> I'm going to pause it. There is a current ongoing threat. In the upper right-hand corner, you can see the car a little bit. I'm going to go back onto it one more time. My point is this. That may or may not be the car. Of course, it may or may not be the car. And 
I'm thinking the police department. Do you think the police department in Moscow know who the car belongs to? They're just looking for it, and they need evidence from it. What do you think? Now, I showed you that picture of that guy in that other video. Matter of fact, I think I'm still frozen. No, I think I'm still frozen on it. See this car that he's in? This car happens to be white. I don't know what happened to Ray. I don't know who Ray is. I don't know if Ray's missing with his white Hyundai Elantra or not. Because they don't tell me Jack. There is a current ongoing threat. One more time. There is a current ongoing threat. People do not. All right. Let's continue this. Have to shelter in place according to the police. Then we're going to bring up our map. And we're going to walk behind there because I think it's very telling because there's not a whole lot of. There's a cul-de-sac right behind there. So I wonder what house it came from. I wonder if we zoom in with our satellite imaging from about a year ago, the, the pictures I have on, on Google, if there's a white car in one of, the, one of those uh, houses. But they also say that they don't exactly have a suspect narrowed down right now. So it is a little bit of confusing or seemingly conflicting information, trying to push to make sense of it Did all. The murder to try to get these dots to connect to the because there's the a crime. lot of rumors going around about what may or may not have happened and getting these dots to fit together, looking to get confirmed information so we know how they fit together, Doug. Yeah, Andrew, that is completely understandable. All right, thank you. Live from the scene there in Moscow. We'll see you tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Let's take a little 3D tour real quick and see what we got. But before I do that, I want to dive into your voicemails. I've got a lot of them. I need to keep up on it. We're doing okay on time. So here we go. I love your voicemails so much. Thank you. Keep sending them to me. Um, You guys help produce this show. You help get it out. I believe in value for value. And this is the way I watch shows on YouTube too. I watch creators. And I just, I feel good. I, I, I like watching them, and I, I'll just give money to them. That's what I do. It helps support them, and I don't think twice about it, especially if someone's playing music. That's just me. Um, but you don't have, to, and I said that because you don't have to do that. Some of you don't have money. I'm not trying to say, give me your money. Sell your stuff. Give me money. I don't, I'm saying you just feel like if you get value from something, from somebody you feel like giving value back that can be in the form of a voicemail guys your voicemails throw me i love it that could be an email that can be um just coming to watch live in the chat room i appreciate that or calling in live i really appreciate that so just value for value is what i'm saying we work hard to bring this stuff to you Uh, we're coming out with a 24-hour radio with music and breaking real breaking news from the wild ass speculation and wild ass theory community of course we're going to clear out how to do that with the lawyers not making accusations but we're going to have that breaking on the news channel while you guys can listen to music and work so thank you guys very much let's play some of this for for you hey bud this is jj hey jj i wanted to bring up something that doesn't seem to be mentioned a lot you got Initially, it. the in the Idaho case, the the roommates waited late to call nine one one, and I don't think they released a lot of information as to why. 
he has a very good point there, and I want to bring this up. I just recently had a poll, and you guys answered it, how you feel. And a lot of you guys alarmingly feel like somebody knows something they're not telling us, and that somebody has to be a roommate. Uh, So here you go. Here's what you guys think. Oh, it's asking me to vote, and then it'll show. Okay, there you go. This is what you guys think overwhelmingly. Yeah, this didn't have everything that we wanted to talk about on it, but there was, you know, comments below, so you could fill in the dots. But uh, everybody is thinking the group consciousness here is saying, saying what? Uh, you know, I don't think the roommates are telling us everything they know. That happened. Uh, why they they called so late. And one of the things I thought of, and I, I, I left your message about this before, was that there, there, there was rumors early, early on going around online that an Uber driver or a Lyft driver told someone that that was the house that people go to get drugs. Like, I guess someone was taking an Uber to a party there or something. And I, that's, that's not substantiated, but I do remember that going around early on. And so I'm thinking that it's possible that one of the roommates was selling drugs. Um, now, obviously, this is, I have no proof of this, uh, but if you, you got a house that's a busy place, a lot of people coming and going, and there's drug activity going on there, that also would tie into why the roommates waited to call the cops because there might've been drugs in the house, right? So they find their, the roommates murdered, they freak out, but then they realize there's a, a bunch of drugs here. And so they had to decide what they were going to do before they called the cops and then had to either get rid of it or, flush it or whatever they would do with it. I, the only reason I mention that is just take, you know, drugs, add it to young people and drama and bad things tend to happen. So who knows if it's directly related to the roommates or not, but that's just a thought, something that you can maybe uh, play uh, play around with. I'd like to get your take on it. Uh, great show. I'll continue to listen and I'll, check in again so a quick thing about adding value yes thumbs up that is great commenting that is wonderful don't be afraid to comment we read them all and and appreciate the input even if i'm wrong about especially if i'm wrong or something um i say things incorrectly um i even misspell sometimes that's the thing you guys help me i appreciate that thank you jenna jenna's really good about that jenna's a minion here so one thing I don't do here is I don't victim shame at all. And I don't believe this gentleman was either. This is, again, your place for wild-ass speculation, wild-ass theories. Hell, we've even had some old-ass theories and some old-ass speculations. But there's some people um, thinking that maybe drugs were involved, and the parents ruled that out. And uh, the sister, she screamed about it not being anything like that, but... Some people have concerns. That's just what, whether you hear it 
from me that people have these concerns or not. People have these concerns. It doesn't hurt you knowing they do. So a lot of people saying that this seems like a vindictive attack. Vindictive. That would align with Ethan getting into a fight in the anonymous 4chan post. I believe it was someone nearby. That house is so secluded and odd that someone had to have known the area in the house. We're going to go into the map, and we're going to go behind the house here in a little bit. I'm not going to go over all these comments. Uh, people thinking that the one of the girls was targeted. Kaylee said she had a stalker. I did hear more about that recently. I did hear more about that. Uh, talking about sexual motivations. Uh, again, group consciousness, the roommates more know more than they're saying, but of course, they're not saying anything to us. They might have told the cops everything. They might have told the cops everything. Uh, I just read a comment from Ms. Sherlock in the chat saying that the FBI agents even told the people at the shops that the girls shopped at that night, the surviving roommates, not to talk about anything. So everything here is buttoned up. We understand that, but you guys are feeling something about the roommates, and that is my point. Hi. Um, I don't believe it's anybody really in the inner circle that killed these wonderful people, but I think it was a local, a young guy, and I think they knew Kaylee mainly over all the other people. And I think they kind of flirted. She worked downtown, I'm sure. That was sad. I think it's someone she met that maybe she was just a little flirtatious with, nothing big, you know. And I talked to her last night. She called in. And that is a distinct possibility. One of you guys just now called in. Let's see what. Okay, whoever this is wants it confidential. So I'm not going to look at it. So, see, let's go ahead and go into our 3D footage here. Now, what we're going to do in our murder map, and I still need to put the cameras on here. So we're going to go to King Road. One of you did send me an address to pop on here. It was the address of where Jack D supposedly lived. But you put it in a place, I can't find it again. If you put it in the comments, it's harder for me. If you if you text that to our number, 325-261-0892, or you email it, that would be easier for me to get it. So we're going to see where the newscaster was. Oh, wow, it's blurred out now. How about that? Really, FBI, really? Is that the best you got? I guess so. Well, I fooled you. I didn't want to look at it anyway. I wanted to look behind it. Come on, man. 
And actually, if you guys want to see it too, we have a video out about this already called Murderer Walk. And on that video, you can see it in 1080 or 720p clear before the FBI blocked it. Okay. So we saw it coming up from the hill behind it. Okay, behind the house. So it couldn't have been on this side. And this is a different month, obviously, for some unknown reason. The hill behind it. Where or where in this little cul-de-sac behind here could that little white car have came from? La, la, la. See? Hmm. I'm getting dizzy. Hold on. Here's what I see. I see seasons changing, and I'm seeing vehicles not changing. I'm not seeing a white car. Now I see a white car. Watch it not be a Hyundai, though. Now I don't. Now I do. Regardless if that's an Elantra or not, I do see that white car. I can't tell what it is. But it could have been the one that's in the video. So... Whether that's debunked or not, I'm not sure. And there's other white cars here, but to me it seemed like it was something that came from the top of the hill, and then we saw it disappear kind of behind the trees as it was coming down. So I think it was this residence or just around that corner, which doesn't have a white car, like that. That's a profile of the car I saw. I'm not saying that's it. I don't know. Jack, what am I? I'm, I'm a Fruit Loop in a bowl, all right? That's what I see, though. That is just what I see. There'll be a link to this in the show notes. Give me a little bit of time to get that out. All right, let's see what else I have for you guys today. Hmm. I have an email I want to read to you. And um, I'm going to go ahead and open up the voice the phone lines right now because I'm wanting to talk to you. So the voice, the uh, line is open. And I'm going to try to do it a different way here. So the ringing of it isn't as annoying as it was before. So somebody at least call me. We'll try to check it out. Hi, Jerry. In the beginning, my wildest theory was that Jack D did it. However, I'm no longer narrowed to just one person. There's so much information on others. Jackass, what's up with Ethan's frat? The author from the message on 4chan is totally suspicious. It seems as if my theory changes multiple times a week. Well, amen, I have that same problem. 
But I do cover all the information. However, I just have this weird gut feeling, and I keep coming back to Jack D. He was the scorned ex, heartbroken, angry, probably very jealous, feeling discarded, many deep emotions. Hello, you're calling the Midnight Caller line, and this hey, is Jared. Hey, Jared. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Jer- hey, bud. That cul-de-sac you went down to? Yes. That's exactly that's exactly where Jack Decor lives. Okay. Wow. Right, right, right by the white car. Wow. The one, the white car in the back. Yes. Wow. Was that a Hyundai Elantra? Yes. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. Wow, that's amazing. I appreciate you clearing that up for me. Yes, sir. I'm definitely put. Yeah, have a good one. You too. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate him calling in. Hey, guys, looks like we're getting somewhere, doesn't it? Huh? Huh? You guys want to see that again? Is that correct? I'm going to check the chat room. Does that look where that looks like where he lives? Again, it might not be a Hyundai Elantra. I don't know. That's where he lived. I heard he's with his parents now, Jack D. Could be something, could be nothing. Somebody, so it's reported that he doesn't, he doesn't go to that college anymore, but yet he lives so close to his ex-girlfriend. What's, they were not together anymore. If she went out and he can see the house from where he's at, let me show you something. Let me show you something. There's a direct line of sight. If that is his house, I did notice there is a direct line of sight. I mean, hell, you guys saw it in the video, right? So right here, there's a direct line of sight of that house. And again, these leaves aren't going to be there because, because of the season now. So if they went out, there's a good chance that he could have known it. If he lived in that house, calling him, not getting in touch with him. He would have known if they went out, they were no longer dating. The parents are sure that he's not involved. The police said they cleared him. They're looking for a white car. Again, these are all wild-ass speculations. We don't know what the hell's going on because we don't have the information they have, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, when they catch who it is, I'm thinking... They know who it is, and eventually they may. Then we're going to be able to look at all this information that we've gathered on this show and others, and then we're going to have something. Then we'll know more for sure. So, again, the phone line is open, 325-261-0892. 2610892. I'm going to look in the chat room again and see if I'm missing anything. Do you guys have any questions? Somebody's theorizing that Jack S did it for Jack D. I, I, that's tying a knot in my brain. Tying a knot in my brain. That window does look right into Kaylee's room. 
It really does. When the police went in there, the light on her room, her, her, her window was open. Her dad talked about this. He said he saw videos of her room being empty and being open. And that's why he thought he was in, she was in Maddie's bed. They didn't even tell him that they didn't even tell him that much less. Are they going to leak anything to the general public? Anything sleeping in your room is not an alibi. That is true. That is very true. Again, it's not up to us to say who's a person of interest. And this is a place for wild ass speculations. There's a time and a place. And yes, this is the place. You guys are safe here. We're Fruit Loops, wild ass speculators from the get go. But the police, if they say someone is a person of interest and when they had nothing to do with it, that is where the damage is done. And that's happened many times in many cases to men that didn't do it. Men are imprisoned who didn't do it all the time. And that's where it's a danger, not us talking about wild-ass speculations. There's a difference. I saw another article put out by Banfield today, and I do have some Banfield information coming up here. Actually, I decided not even to, to go over it because they were, again, fighting against Internet sleuths and how they're useful, how they're not useful. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'm waiting for a phone call here, so I wouldn't mind if it got interrupted while we're watching a video with your girl, Banfield. Everything when they come knocking, no matter what your political views might be. Um, so the other question I have for you, and I don't know if you're going to have the answer, but I wonder what your gut tells you. When I heard they're moving 24, you know, miles out and maybe even further. That's true. You heard it here. They said they're moving the search for the video 24 miles out for any surveillance video that somebody might have. Um, I thought two things instantly and simultaneously. Oh my God, they don't have anything. And they're, they're going farther in a desperate search for anything. And then I corrected myself right away and I thought, oh, they're on, they're on to something. They're following a trail. They got a trail and it's taking them that way. What's your gut on that, Lauren? The exact same thoughts you have had. See, that's a problem. If she didn't have the same thoughts, what would she have said? What I what would I have said if I was on there? What are your thoughts, Jerry? I think it's bullshit that you come on here every night making fun of internet sleuths, and then you come on here interviewing internet sleuths. Next question. That's why I'd never be on Banfield. Again, you just said what everybody's thinking. And they I don't have a problem have with her, though. So they're expanding their search because they've done all they can in Moscow, or they have a trail and they're they're following it. Clearly, this car that you've mentioned, this Elantra, is everything, right? And, and I think you also pose the same questions we all have, Ashley, which is, is this someone they just want to question? Because, and I love that you asked that question to Brian, because uh, why haven't they come forward? Or is this a suspect? You know, great questions. We're all asking them. And I think it's the same with them expanding this search. Do they have something? Is there a trail? Or or are they, brand, are they expanding because nothing absolutely nothing because we're they, all yeah, waiting to find the, out because the trails trails going cold in moscow or right. is the trail getting hot somewhere else so um lauren matthias thank you great wisdom and i always love to hear your local perspective on this i don't know about you but when i hear some of these in my head i just hear the term no shit sherlock i do 
All right, so what else do I got? I got a picture for you. Hello, everybody. I drew you a nice picture here. It's got happy eyebrows, and I'm going to put a tree right here. So this is a freeze frame of that picture. You can see that car in the background. This, can't, this as far as I know, and a lot of this comes from the communities of these shows. This is from Chris Madonna. The thought of this. So there's the car freeze frame for your viewing pleasure. And uh, there's a little closer perspective of it. Boom. Hyundai Elantra, I don't know. Jack D's car, I don't know. But, but there it is. Nonetheless, it remains. I got some other news stories for you today. I got this one. I want to go over with you because it's like, what the hell? It's a what the hell? What the hell story? offensive in our language and they're trying to be non-sexist and non-biased and that means trying to take the word man out so instead of man-made it would be synthetic a former fox news analyst is charged with kidnapping and financially exploiting her 88 year old mother what the hell Florida attorney Melba Pearson gives insight into this shocking story welcome to sidebar presented by law and crime I'm Jesse Weber what the hell There she is. It's her booking. It's her booking photo that uh, really gets me. All right, I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes so you can watch the whole thing. I don't want to get dinged by law and crime. What the hell? Check out her booking photo. Look that up. Man. Let me make sure I'm not missing out on anything here. I went over everything. I'm about to go and take your information from chat. If you guys want to see that 3D. I'm going to cont- Actually, I didn't finish reading the email, did he? Uh, da, 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 da. All right. It seems as if my theory changes multiple times a week. However, I just had this weird gut feeling, and I keep coming back to Jack D. He was the scorned ex, heartbroken, angry, probably very jealous, feeling discarded, many deep emotions. It appears that he may have felt that he had everything when he and Kaylee were dating. Their breakup may have left him feeling discarded, devastated, and in despair. He knew the house. It appears as if he loved his dog Murphy, so he wouldn't hurt him if he were the killer. Jack D is not a very big person, but with a mental break and maybe drugged out, could bring someone maybe to do the unthinkable did all this end in a desperate rage of passion we don't know this is all speculation hopefully they will find the person or persons who did this who did this ultimately unthinkable act and we can all stop speculating someday soon yes and what a glorious day that'll be I mean that. I'm so deeply saddened that four people that I've never met lost their lives in such a horrific way. Nobody deserves that. Even though I didn't know I didn't know them, I feel strangely connected to them because of all we know about them. My thoughts and prayers and continual 
are continually with the family of Xana, Ethan, Madison, and Kaylee. R.I.P. Dear Ones. There was a discussion on your live about where Jack D was living. My understanding is that he lived in Moscow in a house minutes away from the house of the four murdered students. Allegedly, the house he lived in had a direct view to the house. In one room of his alleged place of residence, you could possibly see in Kaylee's bedroom window. And uh, they continued to post. They uh, gave me a link to a video by Crime Circus. I'm going to give that link to you in the show notes. We're not going to go over it tonight. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in. It means a whole lot to me. We got we covered some new material tonight. Uh, some of you missed it. Hopefully, you can tune back in and check that out. Slow motion. It keep watching. We got. I don't know. It's not looking good for Jack, JD, and man. Sometimes the horror of all this just kind of gets to you, doesn't it? like to thank you all for tuning in we're out of time for today we will be back tomorrow it goes so fast when you're having fun with your friends and you guys are my friends appreciate you guys so much you can call in and leave a voicemail message if you feel like you've got value please give it back I appreciate it so much. This is a place for your wild-ass speculations, wild-ass theories. It's safe for here. We're not saying that any of this is factual. This is a discussion among adults. And if you come in here and don't want act like an adult, you'll be asked to leave. We discuss, we discuss things. We appreciate everybody's opinion. And we appreciate all of them. We don't, always, we don't want to hear from people that think about us is called freedom of speech that's how you learn new ideas phone number 325-261-0892 325-261-0892 appreciate all you guys email midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com send me an email midnightrad.io101 at gmail.com shout out to everybody on the live stream we'll be back with you next week until then all my best